0: Hello, good morning, this is Rick Pina and I am bringing you today's word for May 31st, 2019. It is a Friday morning. We're gonna close out this week strong, head into the weekend strong. I've been teaching a series entitled, The Power of Fellowship. This is part 22 of the series. I'm calling this one, Getting to Know God. As a believer, listen, you are a child of the most high God and you need to get to know him. So yesterday I shared a testimony of God's goodness Towards us, towards my wife and I. And it's a I got lots of, of positive feedback from that testimony. It encouraged lots of people to God be the glory. And yes, I only shared a portion of the story because I just don't have the time to tell it all. But believe me, it's a good story. However, while Isabel and I are very thankful for what God is doing uh in, with and through our lives and ministry, and as I thought about the goodness of God towards us and I thought about this series, I kind of saw our connection, which is what I'm going to deal with today. So while it is true that God made plans for us before the world began, and it is true that Isabella and I are seemingly walking out those plans for us anyway and for our ministry, um, in you know whether it be in marriage or in ministry, in business, you know, whatever, we're walking out the plans. It is also true that the story could have just as easily been a different story. Isabella and I could have just as e- easily been closed to God. Now, when God says, "Hey, do this," or "Buy this," or you know, launch out here, or go to the Dominican Republic, or whatever, you know, we had to be open. And really, it comes down to just that—just being open to whatever the Holy Spirit is saying. But we could have just as easily been closed. We could have missed God because. We, To be honest, we've missed God more times than we want to acknowledge, right? Like I've missed God many, many, many times, more times than I want to remember. So yes, while the testimony yesterday was great, It could have easily been a different story to where we missed out on God altogether. This is why it is so critical for us as believers to be able to hear the voice of God. We got to hear, we're walking with God. He's walking with us and we got to hear what he is saying. But if we learn to walk with God to the point where we're hearing his voice, the Bible says we're his sheep and as his sheep, we're supposed to hear his voice. If we are open to God, we're hearing his voice and we're just attempting to do by faith, whatever he's telling us to do going wherever he leads us to go, saying whatever he tells us to say, then God can use us to be the men and women that he called us to be from the foundations of the world. We will leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased because simply put, our lives will not be based on our plans. Our lives will be based on his plans and God's plans are better than our plans, right? So when we receive the plans of God, we launch out in faith to attempt to do it and then That's the life that we're supposed to live. And once we start living as the men and women that we're destined to be, we get to live amazing lives. People get to feel the impact of God through us. People come to experience God. Throughout our daily routine, God sets up divine appointments for us. You know, in the in in Walmart or in the supermarket or at work, uh, and and God will give you the words, and God performs the work, and God reaches people, and God is glorified through you, your life, your business, through everything that you do. God is glorified because you are simply walking with Him, and He's walking with you. But you got to get to know Him. So, what does this mean to you today on this Friday morning? Um, I have three things to share with you about this as we close out the week strong, head into the weekend strong. Three things to share with you on this Friday morning. You ready for them? Here we go. Number one, you get to know God through his word. I'm going to give you three things that just kind of talk about how how do you get to know God? Well, number one, you get to know God through his word. People are always struggling seemingly with the will of God. Oh, Rick, what is the will of God? I want to know the will of God for this. I want to know the will of God for that. However, a lot of these same people that claim to want to know the will of God, they don't read the word of God. The word of God is the will of God documented. The word of God is the will of God on paper. So read the word of God. The word of God will better prepare you to and equip you to know the will of God. Number, uh, in that same vein, the word of God contains the character, the attributes, and the nature of God himself. So if you want to get to know God, you need to read the word of God. The better you know the word of God, the better you will know the God of the word. Got it? And then lastly here, in this point, once you fill your heart and your mind with God's word, then you will have just a general sense of who God is through his word. And once you're in that position, you are better equipped to be able to hear his voice. You can read what God said back then so that you can hear what he is saying to you today. The point, the Bible is not a textbook to study, it's a life book to live. So the whole point of you reading what he said is so that you can hear what he is saying. That's the point. So the word of God is preparing you to hear his voice. Got it? Number two, you get to know God through his spirit. So the Holy Spirit is no less, and this is where I think people just see a disconnect between God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is no less a member of the Godhead than the Father and the Son. The Holy Spirit is God himself, and he is living on the inside of you if you're born again. So wouldn't it be crazy? Look at me for a minute. Let's say you're born again. Wouldn't it be crazy for you to walk around with God on the inside of you for years or even decades and then get to heaven only to find out that you never talked to him? that you never had a relationship with him. Unfortunately, this is how many air quotes here, Christians live. I mean, so they they have God on the inside of of them and they never talk to him, which is crazy. The Holy Spirit is a person. The Holy Spirit is not an it, you know, oh, it told me or a thing. No, he's a person. It's not, oh, something told me, something told me. No, Stop saying something told me. Someone told you and his name is the Holy Spirit. So have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. He is a person. If you talk to him, he will talk to you. If you're born again, you are walking around with the Holy Spirit on the inside of him of you. So you might as well get to know him. If if you do, if you develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit, your life will never be the same because you'll be living as Jesus lived in this world. And then lastly, in this point, God is a spirit right? So let me just say something about that. God is a spirit. Think about this. So God doesn't have a physical body, like one, like a physical, a earth suit. This body is an earth suit. So God doesn't have an earth suit. He doesn't have a physical body. Now you have an earth suit. Now the real you is a spirit that's living inside of this earth suit. Just like when you take your jacket off, as soon as you walk out of your jacket, the jacket falls to the ground. When you're inside of your jacket, the jacket takes on the form of you. But when you take your jacket off and you walk out of it, the jacket falls to the ground. Well, you, the real you is a spirit. And the real you is living inside of this body, which is your earth suit. One day you're going to walk out of this suit. And when the real you walks out of this suit, then this body will fall to the ground because you you will no longer be inside of it. Right. But while you're here in the earth, you use this body to relate to this world. So this body is how you communicate with the earth and you do so through your five physical senses. And when, when, when somebody tells you something that you can validate with your five physical senses, you say, oh, that makes sense, right? The problem with that is that God is a spirit. And so he is spiritual, not sensual. So God is not trying to communicate with you through your senses. God is trying to communicate with you spirit to spirit because he's a spirit. So God gave you his spirit so that you could know, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, God gave you a spirit so that you can know the things that are freely given to us by God, the plans that he made for you from the foundations of the world. So God gave you his spirit as your spirit to spirit connection to him. So God is not spiritual, he's sensual. So as he gave you the, his spirit and you learn to listen to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit then becomes your spirit to spirit connection to the father and to his son. And he will tell you to do things that don't make any sense at all, because God is leading you to do things that are not based on sense realm evidence. They're only based on what he said. This is the life of faith, and this is how we're supposed to live. Number three, and finally, you get to know God by experiences. It takes practice. I said yesterday that you just can't know God in a book. You got to know God through experiences. And let, let me drive home this point. It takes practice. See, once you become open to what the Holy Spirit is saying, he will reveal to you what to do, where to go, and what to say when you get there, and this is the way that we're supposed to live, but look at me for a minute. At first, you won't be perfect at it, so you're going to hear some things that you thought was God, and you launched out, and then later you found out that wasn't God, that was me, that wasn't God, that was the devil that wasn't God. That was the lasagna I ate last night, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So you are going to make mistakes. So you you will have thoughts that you thought was God and it wasn't God. And so you're you're going to attempt things. This is why it takes practice. You are going to hear some things and then miss, but that's part of the process. You will never get better until you start trying. See, it seems like Christians forget that it takes practice to get good at anything. So Hearing from God is no different. It's going to take practice. You will make mistakes. You will swing and miss, and you have to be okay with it. But if you keep practicing, you will get better at hearing God's voice, and your life will produce fruit as a result of it. And then lastly, even when you believe that you're hearing God's voice, remember that God is not going to tell you everything up front. So you're not going to have all the answers, and God requires you to live by faith. So when, God, when you believe that God is telling you to do something and it doesn't make sense, you, have, you must muster the faith because God gave you faith. You must muster the faith to launch out to do what you believe the Holy Spirit is leading you to do. And if you do this time and time again, and you practice over and over again, and you practice over and over again, eventually you will be the spirit-led believer that you're called to be. Just know up front that it's going to take practice. And just know up front that you will make mistakes. You will miss it from time to time. I've missed it more times than I want to acknowledge but you have to be okay with it. You cannot be afraid of failure. You will never walk on water if you don't get out of the boat. If you're afraid of getting out of the boat, then you will never walk on water. Only one out of the 12 disciples had the audacity and the faith to get out of that boat. And his name was Peter. And you have to be like that. You have to be willing to try what you believe God is leading you to do, even at the risk of looking foolish. Even if you make mistakes, even if you swing and miss, even if you get out the water and you start sinking, Jesus will be right there to pick you up. It will take Practice, and you have to be okay with that. You practice everything else. Why not practice hearing the voice of God? Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to repeat after me now in faith from a believing heart. Say this, say, Father, I thank you for making plans for me before the world began. I can never be a success outside of your plans. Therefore, hearing from you is absolutely critical to my success on this planet. I declare that I hear your voice. To do so, I build up my understanding of who you are by reading your word. I get to know you and your will through your word. I also get to know you by your spirit. The Holy Spirit who lives inside of me is my spirit to spirit connection to you. The more I fill my heart with your word and the more I spend time with the Holy Spirit, the better equipped I am to hear your voice and to do what you are leading me to do. I know it will take practice. I know I will make mistakes along the way, but I am not afraid of failure. I can't ever hit a home run if I don't take a swing. I can never walk on water if I'm afraid of getting out of the boat. So from this day forward, I am open to you, Holy Spirit. And even if I fail, I am willing to practice being led of you every day. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. I love you. God loves you. Get to know God. It's going to take some practice. Be okay with, listen, you're not going to get everything right. You you will fail from time to time and you have to be okay with that. Even, listen, just just live by faith. Attempt to do what God is leading you to do. And the more you do it, the better you'll get at it. And then you'll be the man, the woman that God called and destined, designed and desires for you to be. Do me a favor before you leave the screen, hit the share button, share this on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. Leave me a comment. I read all the comments. I love you and God loves you. Have an amazing day and an amazing weekend. God bless you.